Welcome to the Manager Matt podcast show. The show is designed to give you solutions to your day-to-day management and leadership problems. It's hosted by Matthew Haddock, a frontline manager and leader with over 25 years of experience. If you're ready, then let's get on with the show. Welcome to the Manager Matt podcast show. This week, I want to look at how to hand in your notice. What's the best approach? and how to make sure you leave on the best of terms. So let's get on with the show. Right, you have gone and done it. You've followed the process of getting a new job and you've accepted the offer. Your CV was on point, you nailed the first interview and you gave the best 90-day presentation you could ever do. So it's time to hand in your notice and start extracting yourself from your current employer. Firstly, it's always always best to leave on good terms whenever you can. doesn't matter what industry you're in, people know people and people talk to people, so you need to have a good exit. Now you could just walk out and just let them challenge you on a breach of contract, but let's face it, nobody really wants to do that. You're a professional manager and people will respect the fact that you're going to leave a business in the right way and of course in life people are going to leave you, so you want them to do it in the right way. So let's make sure we follow a process to get yourself extracted without just walking out the door. Now, I know sometimes when you're really, really frustrated, that might be the first thing you want to do is, here, screw your job, I'm on my way. Don't do that. Please don't do that. Listen to some of my advice in this cast. Walk through exactly what I think you should do to really get yourself out. You also need to make sure that your exiting is a right balance between them getting the best work out of you for the last few months and obviously then making sure they don't take too much advantage and try to overload you. But before all that, you need to actually hand in the notice to your current boss. Now timings are important on this. Remember, you'll normally have three months notice to work. So in most management jobs, that's where you're going to be sort of looking at. So getting that clock ticking as soon as you can is very important to make sure you can speed up the exit that you're planning to do. But it also gives the person who's employing now time to start their recruitment or restructuring for the role over the time period that they've got. Now, in some cases, you can negotiate this a little bit closer, try and get off a little bit quicker. But in a lot of times, you really are going to be looking at three months as being the minimum of what you're going to be expected to do. How are you actually going to hand your notice in and leave the place that you're working? And like with everything we do, there's always going to be some steps to follow. So let's walk through them now. So firstly... As with a lot of things, prepare. So prepare for what you're going to be saying and prepare a letter with the timelines of when you're going to be leaving. So this is going to the boss, or you're going to go to your line manager, and you're going to be saying, this is what I'm doing, this is a letter of resignation, these are the reasons in some regards, and also this is the date that I would be expected to leave following what it says in my contract. Now there's nothing too inflammatory in this point, it's just going to be putting over in writing what you're actually going to tell the manager in your meeting. So what you're going to do is you're going to go through a a sort of piece of, this is what I intend my uh, leaving date to be. And it's very open, it's very friendly, you're not doing anything to aggravate the situation, and and why should you? You know, it's natural that you're going to move on at some point in your life from job to job. So there's nothing wrong with just putting it over in the right ways. Now, the basics of, of course, getting some time with the manager. So, you know, spend uh, the time to prepare to get some real sort of face-to-face. So not when he's going to get disturbed, not when he's trying to run to another meeting, not five minutes. Actually put some time in. 
Most good managers and leaders actually can probably feel when something's going to come. They've got an idea it's happening. Um, we're all clever enough to really understand how humans behave. Now, if it comes out of the blue on the other side of it and you're the manager getting the letter, it can be a bit of a shock. But uh, most people feel that, you know, I can see this guy's not happy or this girl's not happy. And when you do get to the meeting with your, your manager, get somewhere quiet somewhere you're not going to get disturbed. It's not great doing it in a rest area or a canteen or a, a break room where people are going to be coming in and out. Obviously get a drink with them. You know, you're doing this as a professional, so there's nothing negative about it. And when you get to it, it's really important to tell them straight. You're going to be nervous, no doubt about it, you know, but tell them straight up front, look, so-and-so, I am leaving, uh, and this is my resignation letter. This is what I'm going to be doing. Um, and you're going to explain the reasons to them. So be open, be honest, explain what you're doing. If you don't feel comfortable explaining to depth, and it may be a personal issue you've had with this guy, then fair enough. Um, just hold that thought. But be a professional. Explain the reasons why you're leaving. Uh, it's an opportunity for you to grow, or it's uh, nearer to home, or through whatever reasons. Now, at some point, they may come back and just say, well, you know, what can we do to, to make you stay? And realistically, if I'm honest, I wouldn't sort of be talking about staying. I think as a point at this point, when you've got to this one, you've gone through recruitment, whatever they're going to say or offer you could be a bit of a sticking plaster. I mean, there's nothing wrong with listening to what they're going to offer, but just remember the reason why you've got to this point and really... Do you want to back out at this this point because of what this person's just said? You know, why have they not said it before? If there's all these promotions and opportunities coming, why have they not been given to you? Why why are you having to get to this point? Uh, and tell them, you know, that you are willing to do a handover. You're going to be professional, so let's get a handover in your diary. And you're telling the your boss, I'm intending to leave, but I want to leave on great terms. I've enjoyed myself whilst I've been here, and I want to do a really good handover for the next person. And obviously, in that point, he's telling me leaving dates. You know, say, on this date, this is where I'm going to be leaving. And if you could, you know, leave earlier, nothing wrong with that. There's no point in sort of hiding the fact that you're going to be leaving. So why not have that in your mind? You might have a bit of a time to leave there in, in your head. As, um, as with anything, this is going to be a communication to a wider team. So ask them how they want it to happen. Because they might say, well, please don't say anything, or I'll be announcing it. Uh, but really get them to lead that part of it because they're going to have to pick up what's left when you do leave. So I would let them do that, but ask them up front, how do you want this communicating to the wider team? And obviously thank them for the opportunity. I know it's not The Apprentice, but I don't think there's hope wrong with saying to your boss, well, thanks for the opportunity. This hasn't worked for me, um, but I'm going to enjoy, I've enjoyed my time with you and I'm moving on. Now you've done all that, let's see what that three months is going to look like. It can be a long time for you. You have obviously got one eye on where you're going, but you need to be professional. You know, you have committed to a contract with that person for three months. So let's not start taking the advantage. You know, you, you, I've seen both sides of it. I've had employers that have given me little to do um, and have just let me be the walking sort of dead of management, which isn't a great place to be, but I can respect and understand that because, you know, you're not going to be there. So why would they give you a load of opportunity to do sort of things like strategy work and that you're not going to be around? Uh, on the other side, you know, I've had um, people try to put more work on you when you're leaving, almost like 
preloading you. And I did have a little bit of a, a disagreement with someone I left that uh, I was only doing my set hours. And this person was very annoyed that I'd uh, decided that I was only going to be doing my eight hours a day. Uh, and I did say at the point, well, that's my contracted hours. I've given you my three months notice. I'll, I'll do anything to make sure the handover. But end of the day, I, I am leaving. So what did you want me to do more hours when I'm leaving? didn't seem right I think that was a little bit of a cheek from them but we got a balance you know we got to a balance of me finishing some projects and leaving some time earlier than I wanted which is great you're also going to be thinking what's the next person coming in so if you can get a handover document ready for that person I've done that in the past you know on an electronic system or a a paper system that people can actually see this is where I want to go next so these are the things I've been working on especially if you're in a senior management role and if you were moving internally so if you're ever moving internally that's a great thing to do is to get your person who's coming in a nice document that shows them all the stuff that they're going to do I mean how professional does that look that's brilliant and getting a handover document started as soon as you can even before um, you're moving is a great thing to do also, um, something to not overlook is making sure that you've got the stuff that you need on your own drives or by email. Now, I'm not talking anything unethical. I'm not talking about stealing financial information from the company. But if there's some reports that you've worked out that, uh, that work really well on a spreadsheet, there's nothing wrong with using them or ideas for any of the sort of things around business improvement or uh, people safety. Those ideas are great to have and to take to the next company. Um, and going around and thanking people and making sure that you are influencing your contacts before you leave, that you're leaving on good terms. You're going to have to address your own team. So again, something else to think about is how do you speak to your team when you get to that final bit of leaving? How are you going to handle this leaving um, part of it? So when you're allowed to tell people, I'd definitely get you one-to-ones together with your directs, go through with the reasons you're going, explain that, that uh, this is what the plan is, how it's going to look like over the next three months and to the wider team there's going to be some confusion and change so making sure they don't feel too threatened and and too upset when things change is well worth doing it now you might have a leaving interview so the hr could design a leaving interview and this is a chance i think to you to speak freely you're leaving the company you've made a choice so why not be honest they do want your feedback what they do with that well, that's up to them. You know, at the end of the day, if they don't want to take that advice, they don't want to do all. I think it's honesty for yourself and, and to walk away sort of saying, I've done everything I can. And these are the reasons. I think this great com- company. Or I think this has been a brilliant place to work. But actually on the reverse, these are the things that I think don't work as well. And it's something that maybe you should be working on. Uh, I'm not talking about sort of airing a dirty laundry and going through he said, she said at this point. If you had those issues, you should have raised it with that person. So don't wait for your exit interview to do that. What you should be doing now is discussing structurally what could they have done differently to maintain and retain staff because that's another big thing companies need to do is retain the staff. So let's run through the steps Uh, again for you just to get an idea of where you're going to do to leave you uh, on a good uh, note. Prepare, make sure you've got it in your head what you're going to say, get some timelines and write down what you're going to say. Make sure you get a quiet uh, place with your manager, with that manager having time. Be straight. Tell them why the reasons you're re- that you're leaving, and then explain how you're going to do a handover, how you can do everything in the in your power to make sure it's right. Ask them what they want to do with a wider team, and then thank them from the opportunity. And that's it. And I'm going to thank you now. So thank you for listening. Now it's over to you. You have the background of how it works. You have the context of how it will deliver results to you. You have a step by step guide. Now it's up to you to take action and start seeing the benefits. So what are you waiting for? Do it. Nothing comes from nothing.
Okay, that's it for Manager Matt this week. Thanks for listening and goodbye. Thank you so much for listening to this Manager Matt podcast. We hope you found it interesting, helpful and actionable. One last thing, please leave a quick review on iTunes or with your podcast provider as it helps to spread the word of Manager Matt. If you haven't already done so, please subscribe to the podcast. And if you did like anything in particular, send an email to managermattpodcast at gmail.com or visit managermatt.co.uk for more content. Feedback is a gift, so let's keep giving. See you next week.